You are now listening to Raise the W, recorded at the School of Communication inside the Hickey Audio Lab on the beautiful campus of Western Michigan University. Come aboard and hear the people, stories, and impact of Western Michigan University. Here's your host, Tim Tarantine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Raise the W, the podcast where we celebrate all things Western Michigan University. We've been hearing great stories about students and faculty and staff, administrators, alumni who are changing the conditions they're in and living the Bronco spirit every day. Today is no different. I'm really happy to have on uh, the podcast with me today, Gail Foldenauer who is a student orientation coordinator, and Calvin Miller, who is a student orientation intern. They both work in our Office of Student Transitions. Now, that may seem like a mouthful, but they are the front porch of the university. When new students come to campus, they run into these two wonderful people. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. It's great to have you aboard. Now, uh, before we talk about all the great work you do, I want to hear your specific stories, your Bronco stories, and how you came to be. So, Gail, why don't you start? How and why did you choose Western Michigan University? All right. Well, I'm actually from Richland, Michigan, which is about a 20-minute drive from campus. Right um, up the street. Yeah. I went to Gull Lake High School. Uh, we actually had our graduation ceremony at Miller Auditorium, so it's always been in the background. My parents actually went here, too. So... Yeah, it just kind of all fell into place. I knew that uh, it had a really good English department, which is where uh, one of my majors right now. One of? Who, what's the others? Oh, uh, organizational communication. You get out of here. You know that's my home school. <laughs> really? Home. Oh, I'm a school of calm guy. Yes, I am. And I'm not ashamed of it either. Gail. No, Let me absolutely. Tell you. It's a great program. So, it is. Yeah, um... So that's how I got started here. And when you came here, did you find it was what you thought it would be or was it different? Um, it, it turned out being a lot different. Uh, my mom always said, you know, it's not where you go, it's what you do when you get there. So that was mm. my mentality. Uh, so once I got here, I tried getting involved. Um, I'm in a fraternity of Phi Sigma Pi and getting involved with orientation and uh, Bronco Bash and Homecoming. So yeah. just getting involved in all that kind of things. And that's how I found that this is my home. This is where I want to be. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Okay, Calvin. All right. Now, what's your Bronco story? How did you get here and why? Mine's actually a little similar to Gail's. Um, I'm also from the Kalamazoo area. I grew up in Parchment, which is just on the other side of Absolutely. Kalamazoo. Is that the Bulldogs. Uh, is that right? Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Parchment. We love you. <laughs> hey, I'll forgive wait, you. I'll, I'll tell you, of them. Your colors are maroon. You're right. And gold or white? White. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not totally lost. <laughs> yeah, I got, got love it. for Parchment. Yeah. Go ahead, Calvin. Tell All me right. more. <laughs> and my mom actually works at the university. Um, ever since I was born, she's worked here, and I grew up coming to school with her. So uh-huh. I just fell in love with the campus at an early age, and I knew I was going to be a Bronco ever since I was young. Um, and it's it's been like much more than I've expected from it. When I came here my first year, I didn't really know what I was going to get out of it. Even though I'm from Kalamazoo, I ended up staying in the residence halls, and that was like the best decision I ever made because that really like instilled the love for Western that I had coming I love here. It. I love it. I love all the Bronco love in the room. I wish you all could be here. You could feel it. Um, so we'll, let's talk about student transitions and student orientation. Yes. Uh, making students feel at home is so critical to their success in matriculating through to their degree. And you all play a huge role in that. Uh, talk about student orientation and what what is it like today, Gail? Uh, what 
What is it all about to be onboarded as a student? It's been a long time for me as evidenced by the gray hair and my goatee. Uh, I don't know much about orientation. And, and as a note, uh, I came to the last possible orientation available <laughs> the year I was, if that tells you anything about how focused I was on college at the time. How, how is it today, though? What does it feel like? What are you all focusing on with students when they come to orientation? Both Calvin and I started as orientation student leaders. So when uh, the first year students come, we're their tour guide, a, a small group of them, about eight to 10. And so a big focus is being knowledgeable, like giving them the different information that they need because all the students will be in such a wide variety of majors. I had people from fine arts and engineering and chemistry and all kinds of different things. So I had to be very knowledgeable and I had to listen to their needs, what they wanted to know, what things that they could get get involved with. So making sure that they had the knowledge that they needed to succeed when they came in the fall, but also making sure that they started getting that Bronco pride and That's get excited right. about coming to Western and just college in general because everyone who gets to go to college is so fortunate and they should mm. just make the most out of their experience. So. There's no question about it. I, what what kinds of questions are they asking about? Like what 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 do you laugh about when you hear? Because I know I asked some really silly questions. I'm sure I, everybody was probably talking about academics and and you know the great investment. I was like, okay, where's the wreck? Yeah, right? like I, I I was totally clueless. Do you hear some funny questions? Um, I think the most common one that would come up because I'd be like, so does anyone have any questions? And they'd be like, what's the food like? And I'm like, it's pretty good. <laughs> Depends on the day, you know, stuff like yeah. that. So really it's the details that they uh, asked about, less about academics from my personal experience, but it was what is living in the residence halls like? Mm. Uh, where's where's good places to eat off campus? Yeah. So it's more about the college experience as opposed mm -hmm. to the academic side um, a lot of the time. Calvin, what are you seeing uh, in terms of what students are wanting in their collegiate experience? Um. I, I would say similar things to Gail. Um, they're asking about, like, college sizes, or, like, class sizes, I mean, um, and, like, if professors are easy to talk with, like, that's one big concern I hear a lot. If they're going to be able, if they have to miss a day of class, are they going to be able to talk to the professor about it um, and yeah. be able to catch up on it? Yeah. Right. And so you're, you're thinking to yourself, well, these professors, yes, they do talk to you. Yeah. 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 And it may seem like similar, similar, uh, like common knowledge to someone at Western, but some first year students might not have like the inner workings and it might not be as obvious to them. Yeah, yeah, sure. So once you get them into orientation, they come for, is it a week now? Is it a couple of days? Like, what is that? What does a typical student um, go through? What's the process for an incoming student? So we have 11 different orientation sessions this summer. And have they're mercy. All, yeah, right. Summer? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. All summer. Um, they all take place within the month of June, um, all weekdays. And they all are two days. Um, one, the first day goes from about 8 in the morning until about 9 o'clock at night. And then the second day is when they're doing their actual advising and, like, scheduling for the classes. Um, and that's also starting around 8 and ends early afternoon, around noon or 1 o'clock. Are parents involved in that? They are. Parents have a separate program from students. Their schedule's a little lighter, but it's around the same I time. I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's the coolest thing about the, the orientation process? Like, why do you all love it so much? I'm looking at your faces, and you're beaming while you talk <laughs> about it. For real, you're, like, energized about it. What is the coolest part of orientation? Oh, um... 
I would say uh, as an orientation leader standpoint, the one of the best parts is creating bonds with the team. Mm -hmm. um, my year, there were 34 orientation leaders, and we all got really close. Uh, a lot of inside jokes, a lot of bonding opportunities, and we all just had a blast. And it was, it was the summer was pretty tiring at times, but there was so much energy mm. and so much. I don't know, I would say passion yeah. uh, for Western, but to make sure everyone else was succeeding. So that was one of my favorite parts. Um, the other, I think, would be uh, the Bronco Way, which is <laughs> a, a performance done by the musical theater department here at Western, kind of really? showing the year as a first-year Bronco. And it's I would love to see that. You can come. Anyone. Yeah. So and it's it's so funny. It's when does that happen? Like, in September? Or does it happen in August? In oh, that's in June yep. too, yep. as as well. Yep. After, wow. Yeah. After day one sessions, it starts around oh seven, seven o'clock. We need to bring some people on the podcast about that. I got oh know yeah more about oh, yeah. the Bronco Way. Yeah, that sounds definitely. like a cool thing. Yeah. It's even though the orientation leaders see it. They'll see it 11 times this year. It's still our favorite part of the day. Yeah, never gets old. <laughs> never gets old. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so wait, there's a couple other things I want to talk to you two okay. about because you're very engaged and involved students. So, Gail, you went on a trip yeah. with, with a student group to, was it Puerto Rico or to uh, Dominican Republic? The Dominican Republic. With Mark Orvey. Yes, I did. Who is my mentor. Really? He uh. is the reason well, I we went back them. to grad school. <laughs> Demela to you. Absolutely. So... Tell me about that trip to the Dominican Republic. Tell the folks what kinds of opportunities you ran into there. Like, wow. Oh, man. It was, it, we were only there a week, but we felt like we were there for so much longer, but it was still such a short period of time. It was over spring break, and even though it wasn't relaxing, it was, I was so engaged, and it was probably one of the best experiences I've had at Western. Yeah. Um, it was just short-term study abroad, which is nice because I don't have to, try and figure out how I could fit a whole study abroad into my four years of undergrad. Um, but we stayed in Santo Domingo, which is the capital of yes, the Dominican right. Republic. Uh, we were going around the colonial zone. We went on multiple historical tours. Uh, and it was, the focus was on ethnography. So we were studying the culture, like as like not looking at it from the outside, but by eating inside the inside, culture. Sure. So a lot of walking around, a lot of observing. And we got to travel to uh, Punta Cana and see the ecological reserve. And we just learned a lot about the country and the different projects that they're working on, um, particularly with education, which um, is on the lower end of the spectrum by uh, the world standards. But it was just an amazing experience. We saw so much of the country and we became, of uh, the 12 of us that were there, we all became Oh, I'm too, sure. So, oh, Absolutely. Yeah. It was great. I'm sure about it. Calvin, now, have you done any cool trips or a program? Because, <laughs> you, you know, if not, you know, we're going to have to just give you a time out of yeah, the podcast. Yeah, right. I'll just that. step out right now. <laughs> let Gail have the floor. Yeah. No, we got love for you, man. Yeah. What's been the most exciting thing you've done at Western since oh, you've been man. here? What, what's been the thing? Um, I actually just went to Colorado of this past winter. Yeah, for um, alternative Bronco breaks. I was a site leader for that trip. Um, wow. Yeah. And that's where students leave during spring break, give up their spring break yeah. to go serve somewhere and do something for someone else. Is that right? Yes, exactly. What did you all do there in Colorado? We were working with Habitat for Humanity. Um, so we were building houses in a town called Vail, or no, not in Vail, um, in Gypsum, which is in Vail Valley, Colorado. And yeah, 
Yeah. Our student, I just want folks to know, I don't know what universities you all are claiming, but our students are by far the coolest. That's I, right. You all do some amazing things. I mean, I just, I'm floored at, at what you all are able to do and the things you're exploring. Oh, um, yeah. One, one more thing I want to talk about, which is really a big deal for students and alum and the university as a whole, and that's homecoming. And uh, both of you have been involved in different activities. I think you, Gail, uh, have been an intern for Homecoming Week, and this was Rain-ageddon. We actually got <laughs> shut down on Homecoming this past year. Tell us about that experience Ooh. for you. Oh, man. Well, uh, yep, so I was the volunteer intern for both Broncomish and Homecoming. Uh, so we each got to plan different events throughout the week of Homecoming, trying to get students more involved in uh, the week. And then the game got rained out, which was... Don't don't don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, but we made it work. We actually crowned the current king and queen at the hockey game that was going on that same yes, night. Right. But and I lived right by I lived right by the stadium, so just like we saw like all the water pouring down the hills and oh, we were yeah. like, Oh boy, so this will be there. interesting no matter what. So Yeah. But it it was a great experience and I think it prepared me for this role that I have currently. Hmm. Um and and I had a lot of fun, and I got to experience more of what it's like working at a university level. Final question for both of you, and okay. we're, we're going to start um, with you, Gail, and then we're going to have uh, you finish. What advice do you have for incoming freshmen who are trying to figure out how to find their rhythm and their space on campus? You mm -hmm. both have found it. How did you find yours, and what advice do you have for them? Well, for starters, I would just like to let everyone know that even though the first year you can feel the most prepared coming in for school, but it is a transition and sometimes it can be a little bit hard to get through. Just know that you can make it. Yes. That uh, the best way to do so is to find like-minded people who are passionate about the same things you are. That's why uh, I recommend joining a registered student organization or a club to find your group, to find your people who will lift you up and support you. Um, and just don't be afraid to take chances. We're only here for four years. Make the most of it. Mm -hmm. well, that's great advice on campus, in business, and mm -hmm. everywhere you're involved. Thank you for that, Gail. All right, Calvin. What's right. the words of wisdom? Okay. What you tell them? Well, I would say uh, don't be afraid to get involved. I think, and, and to like make changes with your, your plan. I think I came in as an engineering student, and I've changed my major probably five or six times. Sure. And now I'm in communication, just like a completely different place. You're a smart man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I don't regret any of the choices I made when I was at college. And just getting involved, like finding what you actually are passionate about, I would say. You know, it takes time. You're not going to do it immediately. So you really got to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. To our listening audience, these students are chock full of passion. And that in... That identifies a Bronco every day of the week. And we've got two strong ones in the studio with us today. If you want to learn more about the work of uh, student transitions and orientation and how we welcome students aboard and how these young people are changing the conditions they're in, go to mywmu.com slash raise the W and you can find more information there. If you're hanging out today, whatever you're doing, however you're hanging, with whom you're hanging, make sure you're talking about Western Michigan University, our grit, our greatness, our students, our faculty, our staff. And if you do that, you can join this great army of people who are raising the W.